1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.
0: Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is
2: your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC
0: for free. Go to servicepatriots.com.
2: Portland, if you've ever wondered where to get your blazers, ducks, and bees it's right here on the airwaves of 1080. 1080 the fan with Danny and Dusty. It's Danny and Dusty and Rust from noon till three.
0: All right, hour number three, Danny and Dusty on this Thursday afternoon. Thanks for being a part of our day, letting us be a part of yours. It's a Ortner and Dusty version again because Danny should be back tomorrow. Uh, Talked to him yesterday. He's feeling a lot better through the sickness. It's brutal, man. He's He's been he's been going through it, dude. The plague is tough, man. The plague is tough. Plague is tough. Plague is tough. The ACC would grant him a ninth year of eligibility at this point.
2: Dude, they might be granting him
0: year 10. Maybe. Maybe, make it or make it a decade. Uh, but uh, it'll be good to have Danny back in the saddle again. Um, we've got to get to our NFL picks. We've got uh, divisional round weekend. Yeah, let's go. Uh,
1: <laughs> whoops. All
0: right. Uh, let's see here. Updating records here. Whoops. Uh, all right, let's get to it. Uh, Danny had had a good weekend last last weekend. He had the Texans. That was a winner. He had uh, the under in the Dolphins versus Chiefs at forty three and a half. That hit two and zero. He had the Steelers plus nine and a half. That's a loss. Packers plus seven. That's a loss. Lions and Bucks. So uh, Packers plus seven. Or excuse me, yeah, that was a win. That was a win. That was a win. That was a win. Uh, wow, that makes my record a little bit better. I got you, bro. Right. I go. got you, bro. Uh, I went three and three last weekend. A little five hundred weekend. What uh, went wrong with Browns? That? That's a loss. Dolphins was a loss. Uh, Steelers was a loss. But the Packers, I picked the NFC correctly last week. Russ went two and four. Um, let's get to it. Divisional round picks. Uh, my first pick. Danny and I are in agreement. Oh, I need to pick. Uh, I need to get uh, rust up here. Nine and a half. We've got nine and a half is the line on DraftKings right now for Texans at Ravens. Um, I'm going to Houston plus nine and a half. That's a huge number. And Rust versus Rust, there will be a little acclamation time for for Baltimore and San Francisco, which they got a massive line too. They're nine and a half point favorites as well. And uh, I'm. Danny and I both going Texans, plus nine and a half. You have uh, Jeff Russ going Baltimore, minus nine and a half. He's going to say, you know what? <clears throat> Bolt race, Bolt race city, which, look, oh, well, the Ravens have been, yeah, they've, they've been, been stomping teams, man. 56 19, 33 19, 23 7. Those are their last three wins against pretty good football teams in uh, Miami, San Francisco, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who are you liking? Uh,
2: In that game, I went the over 43.5 strictly because I think that the Texans are going to put up some points. C.J. Stroud does a great job of finding open receivers. I know that this Ravens team is supposed to be 28 degrees. I know they're solid defensively, but I still think that they're going to be able to score some points for the Texans. I think the Ravens win. The number is just too high. Yep. You got to win by two scores. Yep. That's a brutal number.
0: Uh, how about the, how about this little nugget for you too? Lamar Jackson is one and eight against the spread when the Ravens are favored by seven and a half or more. It's
2: it's too many points in a divisional round playoff game, and it's not like the Texans snuck in and then very first play Joe Flacco tears his arm off his shoulder, oh, like when the shoulder. when the Eagles beat the Forty ers in the divisional or
0: the championship last year for the NFC. All right, uh, the next game on Saturday, the later kick of our double dip on Saturday, the one seed in the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers hosting the Green Bay Packers, fresh off an upset of the second-seeded Dallas Cowboys. Again, nine-and-a-half point number here. Jeff Rust is on with me. Uh, I like Green Bay plus nine-and-a-half. I'm feeling less comfortable and confident in this one than I am with the Baltimore and Houston. But uh, I'm going packed to cover nine and a half. I think it's a, about a touchdown game there. You have Danny going. He's going Niners, minus nine and a half there.
2: I'm going the same as him. I've got Niners, uh, minus nine and a half. This is strictly a play of Green Bay. They ran into a Cowboys team that was fraudulent. Now this Green Bay team is better Bullets. than what we thought, and they're on the rise. That's very clear to me. Yep. San Fran is a juggernaut, and they're finally all healthy they're going to run rough shot over this defense. I think Brock Purdy's going to continue to make the plays that he needs to to put his team in the best position to win. And then defensively, they're going to get after Jordan Love, make his life a little uncomfortable. Don't love that it's at nine and a half. Big Still number. feels like the best bet in this one go with the uh, Niners. All right, my
0: uh, third game that I'm picking here we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading to the Detroit Lions. And uh, the number on this one currently on DraftKings is Lions minus six and a half. I'm rolling with uh, Jared Goff and the boys. Give me Detroit to cover minus six and a half. Touchdown game there. Uh, give me. I, I like the hook on that one to kind of bait some folks into going Tampa's way. I'm going to go. I was impressed with what the Detroit Lions did. And well, it was a tough matchup against a team that was peaking at the right time, the Rams. They get another team that's playing really damn good football right now in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But uh, I'm, I'm going to ride... That kneecap biting son of a bitch, Dan Campbell, all the way to a win.
2: Pause. Um, I'm going to go with the Lions minus six and a half, but I'm also going to go with the over at 48 and a half in this one. Yeah. Here's why I don't trust the Lions defense to stop the Buccaneers. I feel like every single game that they play is within one score. And so if Tampa can put up 14, 21 points, I think that the Lions, they're going to win that game probably around 28, 35 points on their end. Tampa doesn't stop a lot of guys. They were able to confuse Philly, but it feels like Philly quit. This Lions team, they didn't quit, and they're going to be bolstered by all those Detroit fans. I think that they're going to win this game. I think they're going to cover, because I do think they're going to win somewhere between 7, 10 points. But I also think that there won't be enough defense played in this game. This game will go.
0: I got uh, also in this Chris Godwin and Yaya Diaby. Both limited in practice as of Thursday, still with injuries. And if Diaby is out, that is not good. Chris Godwin, obviously uh, a a big-time threat for Baker Mayfield in that receiving court. Both are expected to play but limited in practice, something to keep an eye on. It's a clean sweep. Everybody's going Lions. Danny's got the Lions, as does Rust as well. The fourth and final game of the divisional round weekend, uh, Chiefs plus 2.5. At the Buffalo Bills. Give me that road dog. <laughs> We're going the Chiefs. I got I got KC. Look, Buffalo looked impressive at the beginning of that game against Pittsburgh Steelers, but we saw that they do have their warts, whether it's taking their foot off the gas and letting a team back in it, or some, it wasn't the critical mistake by Josh Allen, but you got to have Josh Allen be perfect. You had a Pittsburgh Steelers team that was out there without their, inarguably, their best player, T.J. Watt and they handled their business against Pittsburgh Steelers. I like uh, Patrick Mahomes in his first road game in the playoffs ever. First ever. It's crazy. They did, you, we started to see Rasheed Rice is that guy. They ran the ball and looked comfortable doing it with Isaiah Pacheco and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Now you have Travis Kelsey will not have a game that was <laughs> as bad. He had, what, three drops in that game? Three. Three drops. That is very unKelsey like uh, so give me Kansas City to to I think they went out right. Plus two and a half. Uh, both Rust and Danny going with Buffalo. Wow. Yeah. So it's going to
2: be two against two because I'm going with Kansas City plus two and a half. It's simple. I am not going to bet yeah. against Patrick Mahomes yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. If I lose, that's fine. I'm even thinking about sprinkling a little bit of money on the money line. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pick against him, and I'm not gonna pick against him, especially against a guy as volatile as Josh Allen. When Josh Allen is playing at peak performance, there might not be anybody better in the NFL. The
1: yeah.
2: problem is when bad Josh Allen comes to play, and bad Josh Allen can show up at any moment, anytime, just because he wants to, just because he takes his focus off ever so slightly. Yep. The minute bad Josh Allen comes into play. It, every team that they're playing against can win that game, and they're immediately let back into the game. You saw it in, against Pittsburgh. That Pittsburgh team should not have been able to
0: play with Buffalo. I'm going to go with KC, and I might even sprinkle on the money. It was never on it, it was got mildly uncomfortable there when it was a one-score game, but they built up a lofty cushion in that game against Pittsburgh. Um, that's that I think hardest game to get a a read on as we head into divisional round weekend. Kansas City-Buffalo should be a great football game. Those are our picks uh, against the spread. We're going to do a conference championship game next weekend and then the Super Bowl. Think about this. Think about this. Seven games are left in the That's NFL so season. so sad. Seven Cherish games them. left in football. Cherish every moment. <gasps> yeah. Just think next year, though, we'll be wrapping up the NFL season. or the- Call from mom. Answer it college football season this weekend wow that's crazy Mm -hmm. they need to bump all of it back though the championship should be the rose bowl yes it should on new year's day Mm -hmm. all right that'll do it for our our picks coming up next not all picks are created equal danny dusty on the fan and 1080 the fan Hey, I heard the uh, promo there—the Isaac and Souk, the Great Afternoon Show—that's coming up after this program. Uh, Isaac Rop in the building. He has—he has made it. So we don't know about Zook, who is, is probably gonna try to get out of it like he did yesterday, and we'll bully him back into being on in the show. But I heard there uh, that that promo that they have about uh, the world's oldest dog, the yeah, 30- no, thirty HGH. Well, Bobby. The 31-year-old Portuguese dog that died in February at 31. Guinness Book of World Records. I saw this actually just yesterday. R.I.P. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Bobby. Um, Guinness Book of World Records is reviewing the record of Bobby being the world's oldest dog. Oh, lying about its age? They're saying that they're going to have to review the records. They're going to have to stop the count. We're going to have to check the tape here. See how old this dog really was? Because apparently, and I thought that Guinness Book of World Records, and this dog is Danny Almonte? Yeah. I thought Guinness Guinness Book of World Records has a, like a little bit more that they go off of. Apparently they just took the owner's word for it. who's the owner? Danny Almonte? Uh, yes, I'm going to beat that dead horse. You're going yeah, Danny Almonte was that was a hell of a time to be him. No, Leonel Costa um is the owner of the dog. So Guinness Book of World Records, like they got a lot of blowback because they're like, dude the birth certificate. This dog the it Bobby is a Rafiero do Alejanto breed of dog. Oh yeah. I have one of those. Yeah. The life expectancy is ten to fourteen years. That's and, so full of garbage. And, and people, find, it's taken them like a year to be like. It's like 31. Oh, so I'm at 13. We're going to go ahead and review this because that's more than double the life expectancy, triple the life expectancy on the low end. You know? Right. More than double if you go to the 14. A 31-year-old dog and uh, this Portuguese dude is going, no, 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 the dog's uh, dog's mom lived to be 18. So Trust me. You know, he l little Lionel here. He said Bobby is a one of a kind. Well, yeah, it's the was, world's oldest dog. Was. It was again, RIP. RIP. Again, RIP. Rest in power. Rest in power, but Bobby. Bobby. Unless you're a liar, then die. You fraud again. ass dog. <laughs> you know, like again, yeah. die. But this is like a uh, maybe like th- this is what I'm this is what I'm ge- I'm chalking it up to like Maybe, like, uh, Lionel here, his wife, like, accidentally killed the dog and pulled, like, the fake goldfish thing where it's, like, just got him a new dog. And he didn't Every even know. 10
2: years, the dog dies. Just like, she like, doesn't want to deal
0: with it, so she just, just like, gets him a new one. we can get a new one. He's like, yeah, 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 this, this, Bobby's 31. Like, uh, trust me on it's this. It's
2: crazy. Bobby started out as a black lab, and
0: now yeah. he's a chihuahua. Well, hey, oldest living dog, 23, 23-year-old chihuahua named Spike. Good for Spike. I wonder if they got the papers on that dog, though. Bet you his life sucks. (laughs) Yeah, man. Like, that's always tough when you see these old dogs and, like, they're going blind and they, like, they can't, they like, they're walking and pooping at the same time and, like, the butt is, like, going out in front of the dog. It's like, you're just going, man. Got rear wheel drive. Dude, it feels like me driving down the, the hill yeah, yesterday. You're just spinning around in circles. Mm. Like, that dog ain't chasing its tail. No. It just doesn't know where it's going. I feel bad for those dogs. Look, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I've had one dog my entire life. Yeah. The Great Peanut. Mm.
2: He's 13. Mm-hmm. It's starting to go and it's sad. That is sad. Now he's not he's not anywhere near yeah. any age like that. But uh when I come into the house He's thirty one, you mean? He's thirteen. Um but whenever I come into the house, the garage door, when it used to go up, he'd yeah. run and come see me. I almost have to go up and like touch him now for him to be like, Oh,
0: yeah. Will's here. That's tough.
2: It sucks. And he's That's my tough. dog. Like I had to work hard to get that dog. But
0: he's getting old. You had to work hard to get that dog. Were not you a teenager when you got the dog?
2: Yeah, to read To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's been a couple fish that, you know, you know, you just get the replacement. Be like,
2: well, fish? Who cares?
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: If you if you think you have a relationship with a fish mm-hmm. or like a snake mm-hmm. or a spider, yeah. you don't.
0: Yeah, we had to we had to, we adopted a dog. During COVID, no oh, really, yeah, we had to rehome it. We had found like mm. a really nice couple, yeah, because uh, like they told us he was one breed of dog, and he was not. And <laughs> it's he a black was lab. Uh, it's well, no, poop. they they said he was a lab mix, uh, and he was not. He was a pit bull, <laughs> like a pit bull, like uh, a pit bull that saw. Well, they lab said one a, time. A, a, well, pit bulls are terriers, so it was like like a. A smaller like mixed with like a a Jack Russell type dog in pitbull, like it was a it was but it was, it was super no, it was an adorable dog, I loved him hmm. his name was Harry fitzgerald um but he he kept attacking our son, Ooh. yeah, yeah, he was just a, a, overly aggressive, so like uh they recommended like a a rehome to someone that doesn't have very small children. It was tough. That yeah, sucked. That yeah, because like it was getting worse and worse. Like the the aggression was getting worse. Did you think worse. he was
2: playing with your son? No, no. He thought your son was no. out to harm you.
0: Well, apparently, like if they have that aggressive nature, like they keep like uh like they kept going at the the smallest. in the, and at that point, my son was like three. So they kept going at the smallest, and then they like to gain their higher like their place in the hierarchy of the family. You know. Like it so was, let it got it got bad. Like it was, the go, littlest yeah. Like he was like going up and jumping on his back and like getting him on the neck and stuff. It, was, oh. it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It no, wasn't good. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But he's very happy in his new home. Good. Yeah.
2: On a farm? Not, n- <laughs> no,
0: no, nah, no, dude. That happened with my horse, uh, Cisco. Your horse, horse went to a farm? I had a horse named Cisco. And, uh, was he a kid? No. Nah. Uh, it was, my dad was like, the horse was old. It was time, and uh, I got, like, home from school, and they were loading up Cisco on a, a, in the trailer, and my dad was like, yeah, he's going to live at my friend Elmer's farm, uh, which, in hindsight, that took me a long time to figure out what that meant.
2: Going to your buddy Elmer's? Yeah. That's an awesome line.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then I was, like, in college, I was like, oh, damn, he meant glue factory. But that's not where he sent him. He just says, my dad, six sense of humor. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. That's that's a great line. Where'd
2: my dog go? He he's dead. Yeah. He's one blue.
0: good. One good. One good. So uh old old uh Boby, the thirty one year old Portuguese dog, not what we thought he was. He's Maybe. a liar
2: and we a need fraud.
0: We need papers. This is why you need to get that birth certificate. <laughs>
2: Bobby is a liar and a fraud. That's right. And he should not be getting the old, the other treatment.
0: Mm. Yep. Yep. Unless all right. it's all true. Let's get to uh, not all picks are created equal. Uh, the blockbuster trade in the NBA yesterday got me thinking. Next, after Will with SportsCenter. I got my first real six string
1: but it out the five This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, the fan.
0: All right, yesterday, a blockbuster trade in the NBA. Pascal Siakam goes from the Raptors to the Pacers. Uh, The Pacers received Pascal Siakam, a 2024 second-round pick via the New Orleans Pelicans. In return, the Raptors got a haul, man. They got Bruce Brown, Jordan Wara, uh, Kira Lewis Jr. from New Orleans. And 2024 first-round pick via the Pacers, a 2024 first-round pick, but it will be a lesser pick of the Pacers' Jazz, Clippers, Rockets, or Thunder selections, and then a 2026 first-round pick via the Pacers, which is top four protected. Okay, Think about that. The Raptors get three first-round picks, Bruce Brown, Jordan Wara, Kira Lewis, Jr., For Pascal Siakam, and that was always kind of the deal: is that they wanted to make sure that they got, like, they were holding OG Ananobi and Pascal Siakam hostage from other teams, saying we're three picks, three firsts is what it's going to take. Not all three firsts are created equal because if we remember the the Damian Lillard trade, three first round picks wasn't the initial haul that the Blazers even got for Damian Lillard, right? Mm -hmm. Because the Blazers sent uh, Dame obviously to Milwaukee, Nurk, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson down to to Phoenix. And that, that trade got the Blazers, DeAndre Ayton, okay, uh, Tumani Kamara, which is turning out to be, I love that pick. Like, I love that acquisition that they got in Tumani Kamara. I love Kamara. I think he's a lot of fun to watch. He's a really good player. And then they ended up getting, um, eventually, Malcolm Brogdon and Robert Williams because Drew Holiday came over in that trade. Right. And they sent Drew Holiday to Boston. The Blazers ended up with uh, a 2029 unprotected Milwaukee pick, okay, and pick swaps in 28 and 30. And then in the Drew Holiday trade that brought Brogdon over, they got a 2029 Boston first, a Golden State unprotected first for this next year, which is the more the Warriors are not. Fulfilling expectations the better that that looks for Portland, right? Okay, but it's you have to look at it and you say not all picks are created equal, right? Because there's some people going, wait a minute, like what pride Dame out and he had leverage obviously to go to Milwaukee and saying I ain't going, I ain't playing in Portland anymore, which is not what Pascal Siakam was saying. They knew that the time was coming, especially after OG goes to the Knicks, right? But the picks that Indiana gave up. Think about that. 2024 first-round pick, where's that going to be this year? It's not going to be high. It's not going to be a lottery pick. That's a that's a good Indiana team that's getting better when you add Pascal Siakam to it. Right now, they're seventh in the East, and they're only a game and a half out of being the four seed.
2: So barring injury, you're probably looking at a team that might not even
0: play in the playoff, or playing. Yeah, you're looking at a pick that'll, in all likelihood, it'll probably be in the 20s, right? Right. If, if Indiana fulfills their expectations and their hopes this year okay the lesser of the clips jazz houston or okc that's in the mid to low 20s at this point right because you're looking at oklahoma city has this uh second best record in the west right now Mm. okay the clippers are sitting fourth in the west right now and the jazz are not there yet Um, and what was the other one? The Houston, they still just not good, but you have two picks that are going to be in the twenties. And so basically what Toronto is getting, and then a twenty twenty six top four protected pick, that's only two years from now, right? They're two and a half years from now. And if they re-sign Siakam, they should be freaking good. So they're looking at those three first round picks and all likely not lottery picks, but you get three firsts that you can kind of package together with your own and you can hopefully move up. It it's one of those things that, on the surface, when these trades break and I see people like oh, reacting like, "Oh my God, I can't believe they got three first round picks for Pascal Siakam." It's not, it it's not all picks are created equal, right? Because you look at the twenty twenty nine Milwaukee first round pick that is unprotected. The Blazers are going to get. Think about where Milwaukee may be at that point. At that point, Dame's what, 40? (laughs) Nah, Dame... 39? Yeah, Dame will be 38. He's old at that point. I remember looking at it and being like... He'll be 37 heading into his 38th birthday. There's a chance he's
2: retired. There's a chance Giannis ain't even there. So that all of a sudden becomes a really good pick. You just have to be patient. Although, I feel like after seeing some of the discourse with Blazer fans... (laughs) Maybe patience isn't a virtue that we have right now.
0: No, it's not. No, it's not. And that's going to take a long time for those things to come to come to fruition. For for Portland, right. you think about that twenty twenty nine. That's a long ways away. That's a long ways away.
2: I'm trying to figure out how it's not old as, I'll as far. Be.
0: It's not as far in my our brains now because like in twenty twenty nine still seems like two decades from now. It's five years. It's five years. It's I'll be five thirty two. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just weird how 30. things are framed when they initially happen, and then you look in into it and look. Blazers are far from done wheeling and dealing. Like I love that Jeremy Grant said, "No, I'm cool here. Like I, I'm okay." The, his name is going to be floated. Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, you start thinking about guys who are going to be dealt, and you're as the trade deadline is, I think February eighth. Mm-hmm. You you sit there and you look at that and you go. Who's going to be here, and how many more picks is that Dame trade eventually going to turn into? For the Raptors, they got three firsts for Pascal Siakam. Right now, none of them are sitting there and looking like they're going to be in the top 20. It's also not even a good draft. So even if you do package
2: yeah, those first-round picks to be good and you try to move up, what are you getting? Everyone talks yep. about this being one of the worst draft classes in the last decade. Perfect time to take so why would you want to move up now? Like, everyone talks about next year being the year when the Boozer kids and uh, Cooper Flagg come mm-hmm. through.
0: Those are the guys you want to make a run at. You don't want to make a run at this class. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to kind of follow along, but I felt like that was worthy of passing along because of the fact that you sit there and you see three firsts for Siakam, and that kind of caught people off guard yesterday. Not all picks are created equal, my friend. Not all are created equal. All right, uh, we get you set for prime time with Isaac Zook. And one thing that... Uh, is still lingering next on The Fan.
1: Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan.
0: I can't confirm both Isaac and Suk are here. Schultz is here as well. There's never a doubt Schultz was going to be here. I had had a feeling he was going to be here no matter what. He's a blue-collar worker, man. Now, uh, can we get an update on what's it like on the streets there? For me? What? No. I've been in no, the box the for box. the
2: last uh,
0: yeah four hours. Four Rob hours. said it's not bad yet. 503-864-6326. Um, is, is it supposed to get bad? Well, I heard that the freezing rain is, is coming back. But it's
2: not below freezing.
0: I don't know. Freezing rain. It's, uh, it's cold up top.
2: How is it going to freeze if, if it's up? not? It's
0: supposed to get cold again.
2: But it's not supposed to get below freezing. Yeah. I don't understand.
0: It is. It's supposed to get 32 degrees. Not according
2: what? to my phone.
0: God, you need to stop looking at your phone. Why? It says weather.
2: <laughs> what do you want from me,
0: man? You're, you're the same person that's like, my phone says that it's snowing outside. I'm like, I'm looking out a window. That's not like, true. It's not snowing outside. it's not
2: true. I'm not saying that it's not raining. <laughs> I'm saying that it's not supposed to get below freezing, according to my phone. <laughs> you can't look outside and be like,
0: that's 32 degrees out there. Yeah. You can't do that. No, you can't. You can't do that. But uh, listen to the weather people out there. You know, we'll have an update because Rob's neighbor is a meteorologist and, you know, he's got the inside scoop. Uh, uh, that's what uh, Action News 1080 is all about. You know, we talked about, I started off the show with uh, the my harrowing adventure of spinning out of control. That's right. Down the road. Yeah, down the hill. There's something ab- about that that. It also needs to be addressed. It wasn't just the phone call I got from my wife with the, what were you doing? You know, the I told you so and having to live with that. Getting out of that thing, it also had ramifications that are far longer lasting in that if I would have been unable to get the car off of the ice sheet of a hill and get home in that vehicle, the year could be 2048. Mm Mm-hmm. And I could be sitting there and my wife would still hold it over my head that I can't drive in the ice or snow. You know, you know those conversations where you're sitting there and they're like, remember, remember in 2024? It could be years from now. My kids would hold it against me. My wife, my wife, surely would hold it against me. That's why it became it just was a battle of wills there. I had to get out of there and I had, I had to get survive. home. I won. I, I had to get it on, man.
2: I, I beat the ice. You're the crazy guy from Heat. I had to get it on, man. He was looking at me.
0: That's right. Rain Grove. That's rain right. Grew. Um all right. Uh we got uh text coming in. Um we've got there's already a lot of ice from freezing rain in southwest on Multnomah. So Multnomah Boulevard.
2: Okay, so Vancouver yeah. not freezing. Portland Already freezing rain.
0: Yeah, freeways, main roads are fine, but the freezing rain is coming. The side roads, hills especially, are very slick. Need a lot of patience and being careful. I like that. That's a very thoughtful
2: text. That's, that's
0: a good text. Yeah. Yeah. And that guy's uh, in Beaverton, Oregon, and heading back to Vancouver right now. So uh, I'm sure that we'll get, the, we'll get the updates coming in there. So there we go.
2: So what I'm hearing is I need to go straight to the gym before it closes.
0: That's right. That's right.
2: Get your and, workout in. Oh, I also got to go to WinCo.
0: I don't have any food. Well, I would say you could do like the prison workout at home. You can no. do your push-ups. You could do your abs. Well, you find a way, dude. Do some dips. Get at some. Get some pull-ups in. On uh, you know, you need to find a way to do it. You need food, damn it. Go I to have, Winco I first. Eat, I eat a
2: pound of
0: meat every day.
2: You eat a pound of meat every day. What kind of meat do you? Sometimes eat? Sometimes it's two. Depends on what I feel. I buy, uh, like, bison, I buy ground turkey, and I buy ground chicken.
0: Oh, that's good. Yep. Put a little cheese on it. Frank's hot sauce. Let's go. Wow. All right. Sometimes. That doesn't sound like you do very much. That sounds like you're assaulting bison meat at that point.
2: No. Sometimes when I'm getting really fancy, I put it in a
0: Caesar salad. Ah. It's called a taco salad. Healthy. That's the Bartolo cologne diet. You also, know Bartolo Colon, when he pitched for the Angels, yeah, he was all he was all like, fat. I don't like you comparing me to Bartolo Colon. Well, um, that hurts my Hold feelings, on, sir. hear this story in Bartolo Colon, uh did the old uh you know, hey, what he's like I changed my diet. Uh taco salads now. <laughs> which is not which is not that's not that's like a you know just taking the the magic pill you know you're not changing really your lifestyle you're just eating taco salad you're just putting that ground beef on top of some lettuce there but you have I'm just, just more lettuce calories. in your taco
2: but when you only eat a pound of ground beef with cheese it's only like 600 calories
0: sure. healthy it's All good right. for
2: you lots of protein okay All sorry right. that i'm uh, i'm living life in 2048
0: Up next, you got primetime with Isaac and Souk. Four hours of power from their mouths to your ears. Uh, Souk, I mean, the people are asking. He may have to explain how he almost didn't make it to work, but made it to the Blazer game last night. You know? (laughs) These are the questions people want to hear. Have a great Thursday. Uh, We'll be back Friday, noon to three, right here on The Fan. Have a great day.